Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 19, A Summary of the Virtues of Blessed Philip, Chapter 220, Humility. In the foregoing chapters, I have spoken, as occasion demanded, about some of Philip's virtues. Now I must say a little about the rest. Let us begin with humility. I will select just a few points to tell you about, rather than tire the reader with too long an account. For many marvelous things are told about Philip's humility. He made a particular point of humility. He loved it always and embraced it, being constant in his practice of it. He used to say that it was through humility that virtues are retained. Whereas once humility is lost, all virtue is destroyed and comes to nothing. For this reason, he would commend it to others as the head, source, and guardian of all other virtues. Of himself and of his achievements, he had so little opinion that he would consider himself the very least of mortals. And nothing annoyed him more than hearing himself praised or called a saint. If they did so, he would reply, May God make me what you call me. But alas, there are innumerable country girls and peasants who will find more glory in the sight of God than Philip. He claimed for himself neither power nor piety. But when he found himself feted by crowds of people and flourishing in men's admiration, He would say he was plunged into depression to think he responded so little to the opinion people had of his holiness. That was the reason why so often, in grief and anguish of mind, he broke out into words like these, which showed his true humility. I have never done anything worthy of the life of heaven. I know myself to be of all men the least pleasing to God. All others should be an example to me of virtue and devotion. When he was ill, he used to say, if my life is prolonged, I will try to reform myself for a better end. He could never stop wondering why God's power should use his efforts to convert so many souls, although nothing he did was of any virtue, as he used to say. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, pattern of humility, 
vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the Litany of St. Philip, which St. John Henry Newman composed, some of the prayers from that we say right before we comment, these little addresses to St. Philip. One of them is pattern of humility. Well, a pattern is something that we try to copy. If you're creating a painting, you might have a pattern that you're trying to follow. If you're creating a cross stitch, you might have a pattern you're trying to follow. Well, St. Philip is a pattern for humility, someone we can try to imitate. And tonight, Father Galonio begins to tell us about St. Philip's humility. What is the pattern in him? What are the recurrent things that we see that we want to have in our own life? Well, the first thing is that St. Philip's humility made him love humility. And this is the very fundamental point about the virtues that we need to understand. Humility is a kind of temperance. And temperance is one of the four cardinal virtues. Prudence, temperance, justice, fortitude. These are the things that the Book of Wisdom says that love brings into our souls. These four great virtues, prudence, temperance, justice, and fortitude, around which all the other moral virtues, all the other stable and firm dispositions, that's what a virtue is, a good habit that makes us do what's right easily, joyfully, readily, frequently. These virtues, these four virtues are the, the ones around which all the other virtues can be grouped. And so the Theologians put humility as part of temperance. Why? Because temperance is what holds us back, restrains us when we're going after something too much, too eagerly, too often. And every kind of virtue that holds us back is a kind of temperance. Well, what does humility hold us back from? It holds us back from going after great things that are beyond us. Think about Eve. She was told by the devil, if you eat this fruit, you will be like God. Now, being like God is a great thing. And we should want to be like God. He made us in his image and likeness. He's going to make us even more like him in heaven. He's going to make us even more like him through the incarnation. So that's not the problem. The problem is not wanting a great thing. The problem is wanting something great that's beyond us. Or wanting it in a way that we shouldn't want it. In other words, Eve reached out and grabbed the fruit. She reached out, took it, and ate it. So the pride is the wanting something by our own power, wanting something great by our own power. And humility should have held her back. No, no, 
I will be like God when he gives it to me. I will be like God on his timetable. So humility holds us back. It's a kind of temperance. But what all the moral virtues do is they make what is in keeping with that virtue appear lovable to us. So let us pray as we begin Lent. Let's pray for humility. Let us pray that we will want and desire what's truly good for us. That we will not go after things beyond us. That we will not go after things too great for us. The Lord will help us have a true awareness of our own weakness. Our own nothingness left to ourselves. St. Philip did not see anything in himself, from himself, by himself that was so great. Everything in him that was truly great was from the Lord. Even his existence is from God. So humility helps us to submit ourselves to God. It helps us to want what we should truly want based on a sense of our own weakness and nothingness left to ourselves. It makes us submit to God, to follow God. Whereas pride makes us go after things beyond ourselves. It makes us want to be self-sufficient, self-made people, do it all ourselves. And during these 40 days of Lent, the Lord is going to help establish us more and more in humility because humility is the foundation, the basis of the whole spiritual edifice that he wants to build. So Father Glonio is teaching us by starting with his description of humility in this final section. He's telling us this is the foundation for holiness. This is the basis. Oh, St. Philip, help us to be humble. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.